and welcome to another new edition of the Goshen News Sports Podcast with you, as always, Austin Huff, Evan Leepak, the dynamic duo of sports reporting in Elkhart County and Elk and LaGrange County and Kosciuszko County and Noble County. I almost forgot Noble County. No disrespect to our competition. Very, no, much, no very much disrespect. No disrespect. Yeah, no disrespect, <laughs> but also disrespect, you know what I mean, obviously. So we're the uh, terrible tandem. Terrible tandem. I prefer dynamic duo. The yeah, I can't think of another cool <laughs> word that starts with T. I was like, oh, I can Ter- come up with a different the terrific tandem T word. Yeah, terrific tandem. Good. Terrific tandem. Yeah. Dynamic so. duo. If you want to switch it up, say terrific tandem every once in a while. You feel me? You feel me? <laughs> Taking notes. Okay, and uh, that's our show. Second straight week, we're going to wrap it up after a minute, I think. We did this last week, too, this bit, where we just, all right, that was enough. So, um, yeah, so let's, let's try to... You know, last week, it was rough, wasn't it? It was very wet, more than anything. Three days, things were canceled or postponed. Most 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 things were canceled or postponed. A majority, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, the rain just kept coming. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, looks like it's different this week. We're feeling good. Yeah. Feeling good about we're, this week. We're wearing polos and shorts today. Well, I'm wearing pants. I wore shorts. But I'm wearing a polo. Mm-hmm. It's you got to show sh- off those muscular sh- arms, bro. It's a schmedium polo. Schmedium, yeah. Especially, you know, you got you to gotta show off the guns, you know. So, I have like you worked, small guns. You worked on those triceps, you know, all summer, all winter. You got to really show them off now. So I don't like to brag, but uh, maybe a little. I work out. <laughs> Work out. And uh, yeah, so yeah, we had a lot of rainouts last week, which makes for some crazy fun game schedules this week. Fairfield baseball in the middle of a six game week this week. That's fun. That's Conference fun. games everywhere. I mean, just loads and loads of content, games, makes scores to track. Yeah. Pitching, at least for baseball. I mean, six games in a week, that's tough. I don't know where they're going to, you know, do yeah. what they're going to do for pitching in that They, beat, in that they beat New Haven Monday. They play tonight um, against. I should have written that down. Well, I should have written that they go, they go east. They play. They host East Side Wednesday. So that's a big one. Yeah. It says Hamilton on, the, on their schedule. Ah, well, let's, <laughs> look, they could probably pitch anyone. Yeah. I think Darren might be able to go out there and get a couple good innings. On Hamilton, Hamilton baseball lost forty-one to one Monday night to Prairie Heights, forty-one to one. It's just like you you gotta stop the count at some point, right? Maybe twenty-five. They, ha- they like they have to play five innings, which is unfortunate. Like, so stop the count. <laughs> Someone stop the dang match. <laughs> so no, seriously, uh, yeah. So that leads to a lot of uh, crazy. You know, scheduling things. I'm sure athletic directors are having a whale of a time uh, the last, you know, couple couple weeks. Might the whole be an spring, the whole spring. It's the really. whole. It's been the whole spring. The whole spring. Yeah, whole spring's been bad. So, but uh, we're getting some spring weather next week. Actually, this is like summer weather. Yeah, and then f- next week it's clear and it's like 60s and 70s. So mm-hmm. I mean, that's spring. Yeah, we're we're getting close. So um, we have to keep this momentum going the rest of the spring. Rest of the spring for our sports because I can't take any more rainouts or cancellations or postponements. We yeah. don't have time for that. When it starts getting in, like affecting sectional schedules and things like that, yeah, then, then it becomes very annoying. That's what I, I just, I personally just want it to be dry on Tuesdays and Thursdays from here on out so that way the track sectionals, regionals don't get moved. Like those are more of a headache than anything. 
Mm. I feel like. So, uh, speaking of track, that's a nice segue. Look at that. How about that? Uh, the Northern Lakes Conference Boys and Girls Track Meet's happening. Uh, starts about three and a half hours after this taping. We're actually taping right now at 1.30 p.m., so exactly three and a half hours from these words being spoken. Northridge, or no, Northridge, NLC. <laughs> the Northridge is part of the NLC, but the NLC track meet will be happening at Warsaw. The, North, the, North the Northridge Ridge. Lakes Conference. Oh, um, so good. we will have uh, Warsaw won the boys and the girls t- regular season titles. Um, and But they will probably win the girls meet again. They've pretty much have won it every year for like 100 years at this rate. Uh, the boys won... Remember, only because they have the field athletes. They do have a lot of good field athletes. Although, uh, Emma Yoder from Wawasee will challenge Abby Sanner in discus, probably. Maybe not in shot put, but definitely discus. And Dylan Kuzneski from Wawasee, also pretty good in the uh, long jump and high jump, so she might be able to steal some points there. Um, but Wal- Warsaw's got really good hurdlers good distance runners, so it's it'll be a challenge for Northridge or Northwood girls to get enough points to really threaten them. Mm-hmm. Um, the boys' side feels very wide open. A uh, lot of talent around uh, across the board up there. Uh, in the sprints, you got Chaton Thomas from Concord, who's going to be the favorite in the 100 and the 200. Um, the 3200 with Jack Moore from Northridge, he says he wants to run a sub-nine minute. 3200, which would be really impressive. Um, you got the 1600 race with Drew Hogan from Goshen, Jack Moore as well. Anthony Roberts just set the school record in that event. So did Jack Moore for Northridge yeah. last week. Um, That's the thing. If you've been living under a rock, you know, if you've been following our coverage, you know, we've got some, uh, we've had some records broken recently, especially from Northridge, mm-hmm. especially from Concord. Yep. So Mason Floria is uh, uh, the favorite in probably both hurdles races as well from Northridge. Set mm. the school record in the 300 last week. Um, also very good in the 110-meter hurdles. Jack D'Arcy will challenge him in the hurdles from Concord as well. Um, so, it, yeah, Warsaw had the best overall team in the NLC, but it would not surprise me if they don't win this meet tonight just because the field is so much more balanced, it feels like, mm-hmm. on the boys' side than maybe the girls' side tonight. So This is why you hog the track, because of all the good stuff on the boys' side. There's a lot side. of good content on the boys' side. <laughs> I, I am fully anticipating uh, a good amount of our local town to be at the state meet in Bloomington uh, June 4th. So We both going to that? We could. But that's also the same day as baseball regional, so softball semi state. So I'll probably need you to be covering one of those things while I go down to Bloomington, get that good mileage money. So that's unfair, man. I was supposed to go to Fort Wayne. It got rained out. We were both going to Fort Wayne, but you were going to get the mileage. I was going to so. get the mileage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it should be interesting tonight. I'm really excited to be there. This could be a very competitive meet. Um, so if you're listening to this, on the drive down to Warsaw, you could be listening to this on the drive down to Warsaw. It gets posted around 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. every every Tuesday, so 40 minutes drive from Goshen, an hour drive from Middlebury. I mean, there you go. There's mm-hmm. some free listening right here. Just give you a nice little rundown of all the what to look forward to. So plenty of time, and it depends how long this will go. We like to yak, you know. Yeah. Keep talking, you know. Yeah. Spit the yak. What, what does yak mean to you? <laughs> <laughs> we like to. No, we don't like to yak in that in that way, but. If we get to 50, 55 minutes for some reason, I don't think we will today. But if we do, that's, I mean, that's pretty much takes up all the time to, on the drive to Warsaw. <laughs> okay. And uh, also, also going on this week for track is the NECC meet. 
championship meets. Um, girls are Wednesday at Churubusco, and the boys are Friday at Fairfield. Turtletown. So, Turtletown, Churubusco. Uh, I am not as... You said Friday at Fairfield. Friday's at Fairfield. That's really nice. Convenient for us, the boys. It says at, boys Friday at West Noble here. I meant to write Fairfield. Um, I don't know why I wrote That's West Noble. That's I don't know why I wrote West Noble <laughs> in my notes, but it's Fairfield. Uh, maybe I was looking at West Noble something on Twitter. I don't know. League when near, I wrote my league, notes. You always get League Near on your mind. Mm-hmm. League Near is always on uh, his mind. Yeah, so the boys at Fairfield on Friday, that's that's convenient. Both nights, they start around uh, 5, 5.15 p.m. Uh, I'm not as familiar with the NECC uh, you know, teams. I'm just going to be honest because like, the NECC, they, they split their teams into two divisions. So... You know, then they bring them all together for the conference meet. So we like, will say that West Noble seems on paper right to be the cream of the crop. West in Noble in ECC won so. the girls and the boys West Division championships. So they are they are talented. Ava Ava Bish, freshman in the long the distance running for West Noble, athlete of the week nominee. So yes, sure. yes, yeah, saying her name out loud is tricky. So Ava Bish, Ava Bish, B I S H. So. Uh, yeah, so, you know, and uh, I know there's a couple other standouts. Uh, Lucy Rensberger for Westview is really good in the throwing events, discus and shot put. Lakeland has a couple boys, Dom, Dominic Lawrence in the hurdles, and Wyatt Priestley in pole vault that are very solid. And so they could, you know, potentially win their conference uh, championships in those events as well. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. You know, Fairfield has a couple decent kids this year. Uh, good thrower, Nick Hofer, uh, former AD Mark Hofer's kid. Uh, who's like built? He's just huge. He's a big kid, man. He's just only fourteen. I don't know what they're feeding him, but he's huge. How um, huge is he? He looks like a big kid. I don't know what the size. I don't know what his measurables are. What do you? What would you guess? Like six two, six two, uh, six three, two two fifty, two sixty. It's big for a fourteen year old. Yeah, big kid, big kid. And uh, I need those jeans. Yeah, Brayden, I got I got the two forty. Unfortunately, I know, I didn't get the six three. So the height isn't quite there. The five eight <laughs> makes it look a little worse. Um, oh, yeah. Man. So uh, yeah, there's some kids that are gonna you know, West Oval's got some good kids. Jalen Gonzalez was a state qualifier in two hundred last year. Um, so they're gonna they're gonna contend. There's gonna be some guys out there. Obviously, West Oval's boys are, you know, they won the NACC West, like we said. So. Um, it's going to be interesting. I think it's a uh, the NECC one feels pretty open. So does the NLC boys, like we said. So I think it's going to be a fun two fun conference meets. We'll be at the I'll be at the boys one on Friday. Uh, bus goes a little too far of a drive. Turtle Town. It's a little too far of a drive, unfortunately, for uh, the girls. And I don't know if we have any teams that are going to truly contend. I mean, West Oval will a little bit, but mm-hmm. again, with the NECC splitting their teams into two different divisions, it's kind of hard to gauge like. Which ones are the better ones? You got to really look at times, and with all these rain, with all the rainouts and stuff, it's been hard to gauge who's like really standing out. So, yeah, I feel like that made probably made things more complicated to switch up the divisions. You know, to split them up, especially Mm -hmm. with all these rainouts and everything. It's like it's very unequal, probably. You know, with certain teams doing certain things, you know, it doesn't make any sense. Does that make sense to you? As far as like why. Why do you think they would split the divisions Probably, up? Probably because there's too many teams to do. Like, if you're going to do a conference, like, true conference champion, you're going to have to schedule at least, like, five or six different dual meets in the regular season. Mm-hmm. So you can probably get away with just doing, like... They, they don't do any, like, three-team ones. They just do head-to-head, I think. So they already have, like, five dual meets scheduled. So if they were going to do, like, all the other teams in the conference together as conference champ, I guess it would be, like, ten dual meets. Mm-hmm. 
So that'd be a lot, I guess. Yeah. 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 It's a little too much. So it's a bit much. Yeah. So, and the NECC is spread out in track. I mean, just spread out in general in the conference, but you know, West and East, it makes a little sense given the, yeah, the geog, the geography of geography, the the geographical (laughs) teams are very spread out. I agree with you. Right. Like Fairfield going to Angola and Fremont. Like those are long, that's a long drive. NLC is like slightly like that. Northridge to Warsaw is in about an hour. So Plymouth as well is a decent drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, it's similar, but I guess not as bad. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so that'll be uh, like I said, girls NECC Wednesday at Busco Turtle Town, and uh, Friday uh, at Fairfield. Not at West Noble. Not at West Noble. <laughs> Boys NECC at Fairfield, uh, Benton Town, I guess. Uh, not really a nickname for a favorite Benton, I think. Uh, <laughs> Emma Town is, is Emma Town, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that. Uh, and then we also have girls tennis conference meets going on this week as well. Later this week, the NLC girls Friday, Wednesday through Friday. Yeah, I'll be Wednesday for the finals. I'll be there. <laughs> first round is Wednesday or at Plymouth, the Centennial. They play at Centennial Park in Plymouth. Thursday, the semifinals are at Concord. And then Friday, the finals are back at Plymouth Centennial Park. Um, they got a nice facility down there. It's it's kind of nice. I covered the NLC. Plymouth? Cr- yeah, Plymouth. Yeah. Oh. You're going to Plymouth, bud. Wow, my day has just been ruined. It's literally the only thing you're going to be doing <laughs> is going to Plymouth. Um, That's okay. I'll take, uh, take good the mileage. mileage. Good mileage. It's not bad. Yeah. Um, I the One of the worst, <laughs> this is going to sound bad, but one of the worst experiences I've had covering sports here, I haven't had many, but one of them was at Plymouth a couple years ago, NLC Girls Tennis Finals, and it was like 45 degrees, and the three singles match went like four hours, and it didn't end until like 10 o'clock. We almost missed deadline because <laughs> this match went so long, and it, it was going to determine who won the conference championship. So that was pretty awful, but luckily the weather will be a lot warmer, hopefully, on Friday, so it won't be as miserable. But well, I couldn't, hopefully I was like, there's no four hour match. I either. couldn't feel my fingers while I was typing out like my story. It was fun, it was very fun. So, I've been there, been yeah. There but you can also sit in like your warm car while doing it. Like, I didn't even have time to get to my car, I was just sitting outside typing it while they were talking over like who should be all conference and stuff. So, that was not fun. Um, anyway, this, this, never year, to me. this year's NLC meet, we've kind of hit on it a little bit in the last couple weeks, but this is wide open this year, I feel like. You got the top of the NLC, Plymouth and Warsaw both went 6-1 and one in duels, and then Northridge and Northwood both went 5-2. and two. So all four of those teams, really solid, pretty even, um, you know. And then you got some individuals, too, on these other teams, like Kaya Farrington at Wallace, he's a pretty solid player mm-hmm. at the number one single spot. Um, you know, so it's yeah. going to be a wide open half I, and half, half under 500. Yeah. It's just, it's either you're really good in the NLC or you're really not. So. Yeah. Concord <laughs> is like three and four. Goshen went two and five. And then you have Wallace and Mishawaka play each other tonight, Tuesday night. So and one of them will pick one up of them their will first get a win. NLC victory. Right. Yep. So that match was supposed to be happening last week and they got postponed twice because of the weather. So Mm-hmm. Uh, another example of the crappy weather we've had. So, and then uh, the NECC is also going on this week. Thursday, first round matches at Lakeland, and then the semifinals and finals are Saturday morning at Angola. They got one big NECC dual match left to go. Uh, Fairfield goes to Angola tonight, Tuesday night, 
Both teams 6-0 in the conference. Fairfield 9-1 overall and Gola 10-1 overall. Winner is the NACC regular season champ. So, uh, it's a big match. The Falcons just went to Angola for the Invitational and won four of the five positions. So, I feel like Fairfield's got to be feeling pretty confident that they pretty mm. much just swept Angola, essentially, at their home conference meet, you know, I mean, last you weekend. failed to mention that when you're like, oh, yeah, 6-0, 10-1, 9-1. I'm like, oh, this could be a, yeah. this could be a tough, tough matchup for Fairfield. But then, oh, they've already beaten them. They basically so. <laughs> beat them at their own invite yeah. this past weekend, yes. So, so they have the leg up. They do. They also have the experience, talent. So we'll see. But it is we'll a, see. It is a long ride. It is a yeah. long bus ride to Angola from Fairfield. That with that home court advantage, I don't know if that plays a factor. They keep the in keep the muscles stretched out on the bus. Yeah, especially the arms. As as for, Evan stretches his arms in for, case anyone for the racket. Yeah, as Evan does like arm workouts in the while recording the podcast. Back this is. This is great, great audio. Volley. Can you give us a Serena Williams grunt for the <laughs> no. Sharapova grunt? Hard pass on that one. Yeah, I don't want to blow out the speakers in everyone's cars listening to this. So, uh, yeah, so if, you know, it feels like Fairfield's to lose at this point, given they have a lot of the top end talent, top end talent in the uh, NECC. Um, they will be their sectional favorite. Probably, mm-hmm. although Northwood will give them a tough match, I believe, in that sectional. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they get to the regional, and, you know, on paper right now, it looks like it's going to be a regional with, you know, Fairfield and Northridge, Westview, and Angola. So, you know, could be could be intriguing. So, But obviously, we got to play the matches. Next week is sectionals. We'll talk about the matchups when they come out Monday. Uh, they come out Monday night. We'll do the podcast Tuesday, and they start play uh, sectional Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So next week we'll actually have um, esteemed correspondent Steve Craw coming in, joining us for the podcast. Preview all the sectional action. We will be, you know, baseball, softball, uh, girls tennis, track. They all start pretty much that week. So we'll have Steve in to kind of preview everything, help us preview everything. It's been a while, um, and we'll hold off on boys golf. Uh, sectional preview given that they don't play their sectional till June 3rd so so long so long they're like everyone else is like done with their sports basically and then boys golf's like hey we're still here like yeah, it's pretty much what it is don't forget about us yeah um, yeah any other comments about uh, girls tennis before we kind of uh, move on to move to some other I feel like we did an awesome job of covering what to expect there's all the conference tournaments this week right there all of them NLC track NECC tracks NEC NLC NEC and oh my god it's a lot of letters. NLC and the NECC yeah. <laughs> tennis ones Maybe you should just say it out loud Northern Lakes Conference Northeast That's Corner Conference way too much work but also I would have yeah. saved myself time maybe if I stumbled over the you letters just stumbled over yeah. the letters too many C's and N's so and E's okay uh, let's baseball shift to a little <laughs> baseball talk how about that yeah um, Goshen baseball. What's going on? They continue to just keep on winning NLC games, man. We got to talk about, first off, um, the big news of Northern Lakes Conference baseball in the past week. Mm-hmm. Northridge had to forfeit a victory over Plymouth due to using an ineligible pitcher. They self-reported the violation themselves on Friday. And by rule, they will have to. They had to forfeit their victory over Plymouth for Monday. What that did was move Goshen, who was 5-1 and one at the time, into first place of the NLC ahead of Northridge, who was six and two at the time, and now uh, Goshen 
as of this recording, they picked up two more wins over Mishawaka. They closed out a dramatic uh, nine to eight, ten inning win. Two tight games, and then won six five in the yep. second game. And they are currently seven and one in the NLC, eight and seven overall. They are one and six in their non-conference games, and their only win being West Noble. And West Noble is struggling a little bit right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And all, like they are just like somehow finding a way to win these NLC games. They're still a half game ahead of Northridge at the time of this taping. And uh, Northridge picked up a big win over Concord last night, fourteen to three. But Goshen just continues to like defy logic almost and. They're leading the NLC right now. It's all about the experience, you know. I was at the game last week when they played Northridge, obviously. Yeah. Beat Northridge 5-4 to in extras on the road. I mean, that's... They are already had a lot of momentum building. They had won 4 or 5 coming in. But I feel like that game specifically has really jump-started them even more. I mean, the confidence just keeps rising. You see them win two games against Mishawaka. You see them in first place in the NLC. It's pretty amazing, considering they're one and six, not too long ago. Yeah. So, they, like I said, they just have a bunch of experience, and I guess all the seniors and they have a bunch of juniors, and they've all just decided we're not going to have a bad season like it looked like it was going to be when they're one and six. They've really turned it around. Shows the maturity of this team for sure. Yeah, they got whooped against Northridge in the first time they played, sixteen to two. Wasn't close. Mm-hmm. I mean, they looked. Abysmal, and you covered them their next game against Warsaw, which didn't end. It went three three into extras. Played better. Suspended it. Right. They they showed signs of like okay, like we're not going to like accept this. But I don't think you or I were sitting there even after that one, being like, oh yeah, they're going to totally rattle off seven straight NLC wins now. Like so, so like they're right there. I mean, they play Plymouth Wednesday, who's six and three in the conference in third place. So like that's a big game, Mm -hmm. and then they have. uh, escapes me who they're playing Friday, but they have a double. They have to finish that Warsaw game Saturday morning at Warsaw. Then they're going to play their regularly scheduled game against Warsaw. So like this is like, and Warsaw is in fourth place in the conference at four and four. Mm-hmm. So this is like, this is it. Like this is the big week for them. Like in terms of like if they can maybe hold on to the NLC. Who do they play Friday? Evans looking it up. This Friday. This Friday. So they have a game on Thursday too. They play non-conference game Thursday. Yeah, they play Concord on Friday on the Concord. Road. So. You know, potentially winnable game against Concord. Concord is uh, scuffling a little bit at times. And then it's Warsaw. And then it's Wawasee and Northwood. Right. So, if they could somehow... I mean, there's a chance. I mean, if they get through this week, it's a big if because they're going to be playing also like five, six games basically mm-hmm. this week. Every, like everyone. Kind of um, everyone is doing that. Yeah. That, that Warsaw doubleheader Saturday, if they can get past Plymouth, that Warsaw doubleheader Saturday... Is, is every every conference game obviously is huge. You're only a half game up, but like this is kind of crazy. Like they, you know, they got a chance. They got a chance to win the NLC. What would have been the betting odds on Goshen winning the NLC yeah. uh, at the beginning of the season? Not much. Not not like long odds. Not not rich strike odds, but it probably felt like rich strike odds when they lost sixteen to two to Northridge. Yeah, and then came back and beat him the next time he played him. Um. If I had to guess, it'd be, they were probably in the middle of the pack. I would have probably had them going like, yeah, like maybe 500, a little below in conference play. Like going into the season, it was probably Northridge, Warsaw, Mishawaka. They're always kind of decent programs, like, you know, lurking. Mm-hmm. Wallace, Northwood would have been question marks with a lot of roster turnover. 
you know, Plymouth, I don't, we don't really know Plymouth. We don't follow them closely, so I would have been would have been bad trying to predict them. Yeah. And then Goshen and Concord, you know, they're also kind of lumped into that group of, like, you know, different roster a little bit this year than last year. Like, what are they going to look like? Pitching, mm-hmm. pitching's always key. Like, pitching depth is key. Like, but they have somehow figured out a way to win these NLC games. So, go figure. They play, they're very good at the small ball, too. Yeah, they're not hitting any home runs, really. Very strategic. And running in high school can really be difficult for the opposing team, as I've seen. So yes, when you have that on your side, when you have speed on your side, you have smart base runners. That's going to help you win, steal some games as well. Mm-hmm. Also, shout out. Um, I know Bethany Christian baseball. They they kind of struggle playing against some of the bigger competition, but they did clinch a share of the Hoosier Plains Conference uh, this past weekend. Destroyed South Bend Career Academy a couple times. Uh, Jacoby Reinhardt had nine RBIs combined in two games. That's pretty good. Um, so, yeah, they, they are the uh, co-HPC champions. So, shout out them as well. Um, and then NECC baseball, we're still – again, we didn't really have much going on last week with that because everything got rained out. Mm-hmm. Fairfield still won back of um, Garrett in the conference standings. So, uh, they have a win over Garrett, but it was in the NECC tournament. They lost to Garrett in the regular season game. So, Big one on Wednesday for them against Eastside. Um, from what I understand, it should be Hershberger versus Willard pitching Wednesday for Fairfield Eastside, hopefully. Is that where you're going? I uh, No, I'm actually sending Steve Craw there, actually. So I'm, Steve will love that. I'm taking uh, Goshen-Plymouth. That's right. Plymouth yeah. at Goshen. So, big game. Big NLC. Red Hawks, like almost every Goshen game at this point might be like a must cover. Yeah. They're in the NLC championship race, you know. So. You know. You know? I do know. You do know, because I'm telling you. So, we might not cover the Friday game, though, because we are have NECC track and NLC tennis championship. So, so, so when we say we might not, we probably won't. We, 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 we won't, won't go to the Concord <laughs> game. Sorry. That was a, I lied right away. It was like, I immediately <laughs> knew I lied. Um, not intentionally. It just happened. Um, yeah. So, uh, that, that feels good about baseball. I mean, Westview baseball's Westview baseball's playing well too. They're eight and five. Yes, uh, they're playing well. So uh, yeah, big Fairfield Westview game next Tuesday, the seventeenth. Everyone else kind of struggling. Yeah, unfortunately. Yep. But they're having fun sometimes. I'm sure. I think having they're all time. having a fun time. And all of them have won some games at least. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, pivoting to softball, we've got Northridge continuing to roll. I feel like we say that every week, but. They're good. They did lose two games to Edwardsburg over the weekend uh, from Michigan. Edwardsburg a really strong it's powerhouse and everything, yeah. every single sport. Yeah, Edwardsburg is good like everything. Yeah, yeah. So from that was a tough, tough doubleheader loss for them, but they bounced back. They won over Concord. Um, they lead the NLC by two games with five games to go. Um, so you know, as long as Abby Hostetler, Hostetler, how you pronounce her last name, is pitching, feel confident they're going to win. Um, they could base. They basically, if, if um, Northridge and Mishawaka both went out this week, they play each other Monday. So Northridge, Northridge would have a chance to win the NLC uh, this upcoming Monday, the 16th, at Mishawaka potentially. So, but obviously they got to win their conference games the rest of the week first. So correct. But on paper, you know, it seems like they're gonna. It's gonna come down to Monday, and if they win that game, they officially clinch it. What do you? It's my. Uh... Evan is reacting like, to something. A game changer. My phone is doing some weird stuff. Not going to lie. So, uh, yeah, Northridge softball continues. Northwood softball starting to gain a little momentum as well. 
had a huge comeback victory over Wallace last night, scored nine runs in the top of the seventh to win 16-13. I'm telling you, man, it's always a track meet with that team. Morgan Jenkins, Grand always. Slam. Yeah, I mean, look, their sectional, we'll talk about it more next week, but their sectional is wide open, wide open, just like how it was last year. So they got a chance. I mean, they're going to be right there. If they can hit the ball like they've been doing the last couple of weeks, it doesn't matter how the pitching is, as long as not as long as you're <laughs> as long as you're scoring 15 runs a game, you're good to go. They really like have like tested how many, how much, how many like how well can they do without having like a solid pitcher? Like this, they they really tested the limits of that this year. They every game they've played has felt like it's been like 15 to 12, you know, 11 8. I don't think I've seen Northwood play like a 3 2 game. So sometimes they make it work. The objective of the game is to score more runs on their opponents, and that's what they're doing. They're trying to really test that as much as possible. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so they're they're starting to kind of get a little better. Um, Fairfield softball had a, had a tough week. They went 0-3 at the Mishawaka Caveman uh, Cancer Classic. So, Evan's looking at pulling up something, I don't know, three losses for the Falcons. I have lost to Mishawaka, North Miami, and Bishop Dwenger. A couple of close ones in there, three two to North Miami, and then they lost on a walk off to Dwenger. So says so they lost to Central Noble last Monday as well. Yeah, it was a, it was a tough week for uh, the John John Skibbies uh, Falcons, but a lot of them were close games too. You no, know, they're they're competitive. It's not like they're getting blown out. It's mm-hmm. just um, you know they dropped them, they lost them. It's tough. Um, we won't count the East Side game. We'll throw it out. We'll throw out the NECC championship, you know? That didn't exist. Mm-mm. Nothing. What? What are you talking about? Didn't happen. I, don't, I feel like we're in the Matrix. Not the Matrix. Um, Men in Black. The, the, the Matrix. The, the, I, don't know why I, the, I don't know why it's the Matrix. <laughs> I, feel I, like, Men in Black. I feel like I'm in the Matrix every day of my life, buddy. What does that even mean? It's all It's all simulation. All a dream? <laughs> it's all a lie? It's all a simulation. Uh, yeah, so, so um, yeah, West. Westview and Eastside still have to play each other in softball regular season action, so they're both undefeated in the conference. That so Westview going to play another game? I don't know. They, they're we're, we're hoping they're supposed to play Angola. They're playing Angola tonight. Good. They need to get some games in. They do. They've only played week. nine games. We got two weeks left in That's the regular crazy. season. That's going to be a action packed two weeks. I'm assuming for them. Crazy. Yeah. Well, it's going to be like that for everybody, well, especially like, them. I mean, they mm-hmm. have, they have. The least amount of games of any, any of our area teams that have played. So yeah, yeah. So, but they're still good. It's kind of weird. Like they only played nine games. They're eight and one. Like they're a good team. And like it's just like really hard to like judge them completely because they've only played nine games. And their only loss was the East Side. But we've seen what East Side does to other teams. And they they only lost the East Side five nothing. Right. So yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that's necessarily a really bad loss either. Obviously, since East Side. May go to semi-state. Yeah. It's looking that way, so. We'll see. It's going to be interesting. Um, again, we'll talk more about postseason next week when we'll, we'll we have Steve in here, and he can give some good insight on baseball and whatnot. He knows the whole state of baseball, basically. So The whole state of baseball. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like he, cover, he drives from here to Evansville all the time, covering baseball, man, everywhere in between. So It is pretty amazing. The man knows baseball. The guy's the devoted, devoted. He'll help us out with that pen section. He'll give us some insight on pen, Elkhart. A little bit, um, worse a little bit. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So that that's that's it feels softball. like good for softball. Um, so we'll see. I mean, this is a big week. We're gonna have a lot more insights. I feel like next week once we've had teams start playing more games and things like that. No hope. 
That'll help a lot. So, uh, quickly, boys golf. We had a big win for Northridge over the weekend at the Concord Invitational, and they also picked up two NLC wins last week, including over Warsaw, who was one of the conference favorites. So, Northridge sitting in the driver's seat of the NLC, and they won the Concord Invite. You were there, Evan. Give us a little, uh, little insight on the Concord Invitational at Ben Oak. Uh, put me on the spot. Yeah, reminding you of you know what you covered. Love that. <laughs> it was only two days ago, three days ago. My brain's going back. Yeah, it was kind of a weird, um, kind of a weird aspect, you know, because all that rain. So on Saturday there were puddles everywhere. You're trying. I had to jump multiple puddles while I'm walking around trying to get photos, and my shoes were completely muddy. It was horrible. I was talking to Todd King after Northridge head coach. We were looking around. Everybody had mud all over their pants and everything. He was like, yep, that's the way it goes, unfortunately. But he, he actually, I mean, he was happy with the way his uh, his guys performed, obviously. You, you you shoot a 319, you win the whole thing. You, you win the Concord Invitational. 15 teams, so that's impressive. Beat South Bend St. Joseph by one stroke. Ty Miller and Brock Reschley were the main two guys. Obviously, they're, they are the one and two already. Ty Miller shot a 77, Brock Rushley a 78. The Raiders. I dropped my pen. I'm sorry if anyone heard that. Doesn't, doesn't. <laughs> Party foul, bro. Party foul. Northwood also had a good day, by the way. Mm-hmm. They finished fourth, shot a 329. And Earl Williams, he was the individual medalist, 71, despite the conditions. I mean, it was weird because like some of the coaches were like, yeah, the conditions were a problem. And some of them were like, actually, it helped us. Because it, the greens weren't bouncy, the fairway wasn't bouncy, so you could like kind of like aim to where you're gonna shoot it, and you could expect the ball to land and just stay there. And that happened a lot. Mm-hmm. It was tougher on the greens, the putting greens, because you had to kind of push it around a little bit more. But uh, in the middle, the fairway, fine, good. Teeing off also an issue, actually, is what I was told. <laughs> I'm not a big golf guy. I don't know if you can tell. You seem like a golf guy. Yeah. I mean, I'm learning. I'm learning. You got to learn a sport, bro. I like golf. I like it because it's it's chill. You know, you go out there, you go out to the course. Mm-hmm. It's very it's very chill. This was a nice day on Saturday. So, Wawa C, by the way, fifth, 336. Yeah, they got a decent team. They got a decent team this year. Goshen was sixth. Just want to say that. So, those those are those are the main area teams that were kind of up in the up in the top portion of the 15 teams that finished on Saturday at the Concord mm-hmm. Invitational. Everyone yeah. else kind of struggled a little bit. So it feels like Northridge is kind of starting to find their groove, you know. They uh they've, you know, they won the two NLC matches in the middle of the week, which was nice or huge for them. Mm-hmm. And they played well at this invite, they've played well at the Hall of Fame invite last weekend. It just feels like you know, coming into the year it was like maybe Goshen, you know, could be the contender in the NLC. You know, but it might have been Northridge has kind of taken the mantle of almost like surged here in the last couple of weeks. You know, especially after that first weekend, the Goshen invite where it felt like I mean, the Red, Goshen went up by like twenty shots, and you were like, "Whoa!" Like this mm-hmm. might be different for Goshen this year. But they Northridge has like kind of come back. You know, it's not that Goshen's playing poorly; it's just that Northridge has maybe figured it out a little bit, and they're gonna they're gonna probably be the favorite in their sectional, and. uh after that, we'll see, but, you know, that's a couple weeks away still. we got a lot of, lot of golf still have to be played. 
So roster change for Goshen too probably doesn't help. Yeah, little little overturn down there, but that's okay. I mean, they still got good players. Like Goshen will still be in contention for the NLC. Mm. You know, the big duel meet tonight with uh, Concord Northridge Goshen over at Ben Oak. So yours truly. Yeah, <laughs> going golf back. Ac- golf expert uh, Evan Leapback will be out there. Don't know if you could tell by what I was saying earlier, but uh, yeah. Big big golf guy over here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and then uh, yeah, that, that that's pretty much it. I think for me, I mean, I don't got anything else. You want to talk about how the Cubs are horrible? Oh, they're terrible. But they won last night. Kyle Hendricks, eight and two thirds innings pitched. That's good. Almost got the complete game. Uh, and I don't know if you saw this, but Tom Brady is going to be the Fox Sports guy, Fox Sports analyst, the main guy. Once he retires, whenever he retires, apparently his contract at Fox, 10 years, $375 million. I would just retire, like right now. Make $37.5 million to not get hit. It's for the love of the game, bro. <laughs> he must be that much of I mean, a He loves this. I mean, obviously, because he literally retired. And then a month later, two right. months later. It was like he was like, it two months or a month? It was 40 days. 40 so days. A month and a half. And he was it like, was Lent. He, he basically gave up like yeah. football for Lent and then he came back. Okay, yeah. we're back. Um, yeah, so he's going to make a lot of money to be the lead analyst for Fox uh, whenever he decides to hang up the, the helmet officially, which he might do the Brett Favre thing and I think retire. he only has one more year. I think he's done. You keep on doing, by the way, the visual medium. He do, Evan keeps on saying one and holding up like at least two fingers. One. He hold up his pinky and the the the, dig, the number one digit finger and his thumb. So three. He's got three more years according to Evans' hand, but one year according to Evans' words. Okay. I'm just saying that's just it's throwing me off. I need the people. Yes, one year. I need the one people year. to know that Evan has like a weird deformed pinky or something. It keeps up. I do have a weird. Your pinkies look fine. It's this one. Mm, this is as far as I can bend it. I bro, I dislocated it when I was in high school. Anyway, that's your fault. That wasn't my fault. I was playing basketball. Yeah, that's your fault. It was a pl- other whatever. Don't be athletic. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, don't be athletic. Don't be athletic. Yeah, it's it's much easier just to be you know me Not out of athletic. breath all the time, just walking around <laughs> out of breath. Um, yeah. So and then you know NBA playoffs going on. It's gonna go playoffs. You, you don't come here for that. You come here for the local sports talk. You don't really care about my opinions on. Once we get to the big, you know, conference finals mm-hmm. on both, you know, both the NHL and the NBA, maybe we'll dabble a little more. Bolts, bolts up. They're up two-two in the series. Do they play tonight? Yeah, they do. Yeah, <laughs> big game for Tampa against Toronto. I didn't tape it. Colorado Avalanche are really good. They just swept Predators. Yeah, so. Preds never stood a chance. So nothing really. I mean, yeah, a lot, a lot of big stuff going on nationally. But again, you're you're not coming to this podcast listening to us talk yeah. about that. Kentucky Derby was crazy. That was insane. Rich strike, just oh, like literally out of nowhere, took a literally. took a turn to the inside yeah. and then just like took wa- a turn to the outside and was. I watched know, there. it. I watched that common spirits while I was waiting on my laundry. Down bro. the, uh, the laundry alcohol, bro. What you drink alcohol? Yeah. Yeah. Are you serious, man? A little bit. Every once in a while, bro. What kind of example is that to work, for the I have youths? To, I have to work with you, dude. For I, the youths. <laughs> I have to work with you, man. I gotta, you know, I gotta accommodate, you know, for the stress. So fair. It's a bit, I but say, also I Evan say makes me very I stressed. Say the same thing. Evan makes me very stressed. So everything makes me stressed. stressed. This is gonna be a stressful couple of weeks, man. Busy time. 
Here we go. This is a championship season. Begins tonight. It's going to be a busy three weeks. Get hyped. Get hyped. Three and a half. Anyway. Yeah, it's going to be very busy. Yeah. That's basically the bottom line. All right, Evan. Take us home. Country road. That was your cue to end the show. (laughs) (laughs) Take us home, Evan. (laughs) All right. Well, this has been another fantastic edition of the Goshen News Sports Podcast. I'm Evan Leepak. That over there is Austin Huff. We represent the Goshen News Sports Department. And we will be back next week. As Austin mentioned, we'll have Steve Cryan, correspondent for the Goshen News. We'll talk about all the sectional pairings, postseasons, maybe recap what happened the following week. Or the previous week, I should say, not following. Previous week. So, yeah. We're time travelers. Tune in for that.